TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast. The only podcast out there for the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and with me today, my son, Carlos. Carlos, how are you? Brilliant. Not long after just doing a couple more interviews that are now scheduled for this month. So mm-hmm. check them out, they'll be out soon. Yep, absolutely. The first one's scheduled to drop very, very soon. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, you're kicking ass with those interviews, but uh, we're in the... Uh, in the lead up after Christmas, we're a bit of a lull. UFC is not back for a couple of weeks yet, uh, but when it comes back, it's coming back with a vengeance. With uh, one of the biggest fights of, of of recent times in Conor McGregor making his return against uh, Dustin Poirier in uh, a rematch to their their fight in September of 2014, uh, which uh, was a, uh, I think it was a, a featherweight. Yeah. Uh, so me and Carlos are gonna. Uh, go through that match and uh, do a bit of a watch along and just kind of refresh our palate and refresh your, the listeners' palates uh, about what we what we may uh, get to see uh, when these two go head to head again. So um, we're going to uh, the the match is on the UFC's uh, UF, uh, UFC's YouTube channel, so it's very very easy to get hold of. Um, it's literally nine minutes long, so it's not even a long time. But uh, uh, find the the fight, and then three, two, one, and play. So yeah, we are presented by Devour uh, Frozen Foods. Remember when you see we were sponsored by people like that? Uh, got Bruce Buffer uh, doing his uh, his yeah, usual yeah. spiel. Yeah, there's a man himself just walking about the octagon, owning the place. I mean, if you remember this, I mean, look at the the odds there. His favourite uh, by minus two eighty, but that was low for, for back then. I think, if I remember rightly, this was the highest ranked opponent that uh, Connor had faced at this time. Obviously, he he demolished people time and time again. Uh, but yeah, Poirier was really on a, on a tear back then, and and was was basically. The, the hardest fight that Conor had, had up to the press and as we as we know from the fight he, he just makes absolute short work of it yeah uh, definitely on paper it was the we are the fight of his of his career but if you look at, look at the both both the way they're acting now and the the way the bodies are, are sort of like coming off we, there's not much change in their style today Conor's always that relaxed loose guy and Poirier's always one of them he's always Riled up, ready to go, and there's not much change in the game, bar from obviously the. the, the, <laughs> the it's so antagonising <laughs> there with the with the uh, the matrix style. Uh, come, it, come get me! It's just all the mind games with McGregor. He's perfect at, at balancing the man warfare as well with the combat. Yeah, he knows if he can break them before the fight, odds are he's won the fight. Yeah. And McGregor started with a crawl as per, and then. Uh, uh, goes for the the head kick, the the heel reverse heel hook, uh, spinning kicks. This is this is the McGregor that we know. Always. Oh, and then down if you're actually sitting there with a the kick, the the one thing that surprised me obviously he, McGregor opens up with a wide stance nearly constantly. Yeah. When Poirier, it sort of surprised me because he has he is known to have a good leg kick, and we actually sitting there. He kicked him at leg and. They put Conor uh, McGregor down for a second before yeah. spreading back up. Well, he uses that leg kick to great effect there. He's 
just he knows if he can take uh, McGregor's stance out, it, it can it's half the battle. But the the problem is dealing with the immense pressure from McGregor's just animalistic kind of attack. He just comes from every angle. He just it's so hard he circles to you to as judge. well. He yeah. doesn't let you he doesn't let you go around every time Poirier's going to the left, he goes to the left, every time he goes to the right, McGregor goes to the right. He's perfect to staying in that same spot so you can't get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Poirier's still having great success uh, uh getting in, getting a couple of leg kicks, landing a few shots of his own but McGregor is so good at like breaking you down with with shots and then just lamping you with a with the hard shot that you just don't expect. Well, that's it. It's his left hand. It's always caught. He's always there yeah. looking for it. His position is always there. He, he knows that he puts his head a little bit into reaching distance to let you overextend, and then he'll come over the top Absolutely. and just trap you with that left, and you just yeah. do not see it coming. It's like just, a bear trap. That's exactly. It somewhat reminds you of like a DC. DC uses these like hands in his head to sort of entice you in, and there we go. Like McGregor just did exactly the same then. Brilliant. Entice him in. Less he, than two minutes. He he. Poirier dropped his hands and then that ripped the uppercut. But then, obviously, when we were watching this live, a lot of people know the end of this. People were like controversial. He hit him to the back of the head, but so much slow motion going over now. There was clean shots by McGregor there and. It was just so fast that it was just uppercut, uppercut, amethyst, amethyst, and then it was absolutely done. But quick work from when these two were fighting back in September, when people were saying, oh, this is the toughest test for McGregor, just look at how easy he made that work. Yeah, but everybody, they say, is a, a tough test. When, when he stepped up and faced Aldo, that was meant to be a tough test, and he destroyed Aldo. Uh, when he made his comeback recently against... Uh, uh, Cerrone everyone thought at least Cerrone at least put a bit of a challenge up he came in and just demolished Cerrone uh, the guy is, is scary when he puts his mind to it and there he is proud of the Irish flag um, just what what a fighter again the replay uh, just the, the scrape what knocks uh, uh, Dustin down but like an animal Connor's on him Connor's on him and just landed uppercut after uppercut puts him away and I bet Dustin will be hoping that nothing like that. I mean, there, that's what takes him down. The the like tiny little nudge to the back of the head. There, that that was a bit vicious on uh, by Connor with the hammer to the back. But like I said, it's it's slow motion and it's it's the heat of the fight. But this knockdown there, just there, the slightest glance, and it just it's the ones you don't see that hurt you the most it's as simple as that and Connor's perfect with that he, he makes you he somewhat somehow makes you not see it and he you're always he's one of them fighters you've always got to be aware of with everything because when you're not aware of it he's, he's cracking you with that left hand and then when you're too aware of his left hand he's using his capoeira kicks on you to defeat the body like he did against Chad Mendes when Mendes were sort of just watching that left hand so he weren't getting hit by it and McGregor just started picking his body off and mm-hmm. he ended up putting him down in the, the second or third and ended up winning his title shot there but but what but that just the If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. But the 
that did surprise me, obviously, Parry there, he looked sort of pissed off there. And the one thing that I would thought that were going through his head is, why the fuck did I not go for a takedown? And that surprised mm-hmm. me with how many people going into this fight were saying how dominant of the ground game um, Poirier's got over McGregor. But Poirier did not look for ones to clinch or go to the ground or whatever. But I do believe in this fight that Poirier, even though he's been a beast as of late in his last couple of fights, he's not, he hasn't changed as much in his fighting style. He's just able to take a shot and hit a lot harder than he, he could do five years ago. Yeah. Um, how many times do you think that uh, Dustin and his team have watched over this fight in the build-up to, to the second Conor fight and, and kind of poured over the mistakes that, that perhaps he made and where he can make uh, changes? Or do you think it's null and void because that fight was six years ago, seven years ago? No, definitely. Um, and they both like, have, have changed so much as a fight, fighters. Uh, do you think that uh, they'll look back at that and just... Uh, brush it off or do you think that it will be really deep down into it and, and kind of like picking it apart they'll definitely will look back into that to see if they can find any new openings because obviously that'll now be it'll be such old tape that not only have Dustin has, has been watching his team everyone around the world has watched it so everything that could have been picked out has possibly already been picked out but the fact that you're already fighting him you'd be stupid not to go back and, and just once or twice just watch the fight and see where it went wrong because in that fight it went wrong with Dustin dropping his head he, he didn't his hands weren't up enough and he dropped his head and against a precision start striker like Conor McGregor McGregor were able to just find that little opening right behind the ear which is a legal yeah. shot perfectly legal shot and he, and he hits him with it and made him pay now with the, in this next fight I do believe Dustin will try and pressure McGregor a bit more because he didn't pressure him in that fight, it was the other way around, it, it was McGregor taking the lead, mm-hmm. McGregor pre- putting him up against the fence and not letting him move. Now Dustin over the last couple of years, he's been the one to be the pressure, he's been the one to want to actually bring the fight to you instead of actually just brawling in the centre, he wants to push you up against the cage, so it's going to be interesting to, to see if they come out as calmly as they do, to see who's the first one to get to the centre of the cage, yeah. because more than likely the first one to get to the centre of that cage is probably going to rule that cage for that round. Yeah. As going next to the rounds, and and a lot of people saying, oh well, it's going to be easier for Dustin this time. We should just go in and take him down. That's not necessarily the case. I do believe that Dustin will try and use his grappling a little bit more, a hell of a lot more than he did in the first fight, anyway. But that's easier saying than done because even though McGregor is a knockout artist and he's a precision striker. Everyone sleeps on his grappling, and I do believe the same with uh, Gilbert Burns as he said. Gil, uh, Conor McGregor's grappling is so underrated. You don't. And not only just his grappling, his, his takedown defence. Yeah, that, exactly. So it's one of them. He's, he's not an easy person to take down. He's strong, and we've seen that against Khabib. Khabib, who were able to take people down at will. Fair enough, he was able to take Conor down, but Conor made him work for that. Yeah. If you go and watch that fight, he. Khabib was grabbing his leg more than not just to try and work around the body and McGregor, his manoeuvring was giving sort of Khabib trouble in the first 30-40 seconds whilst they were having that little grappling exchange so it's not as easy to take down as people just think oh he's a striker, he's going to throw, he's going to throw his left, he's going to put himself off balance, I'm going to take him down not necessarily, there's a couple of guys who's already done that and they've not had the, they've not had the success 
Exactly. And he's been able to sort of turn that round and actually be the aggressor on top, which a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna, how can he fight from top? Because a lot of people sleep on his grappling style. He's, I know Dylan Dennis, a lot of people somewhat try and give him, try and give him shit, but at the end of the day, he's, he's knowledge for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and grappling in mixed martial arts, because a lot of people say, oh, you're grappling in these tournaments and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's, you've got jiu-jitsu that works when you're just when you're just practicing jiu-jitsu but jiu-jitsu in mixed martial arts you've got to change it up a bit because you've got people who's kicking you kneeing you elbowing you punching you slapping you you ain't you ain't got to deal with that sort of stuff in the tournament yeah so with him who's got dylan danny sort of in his corner he's working on his brazilian jiu-jitsu and he's grappling daily and especially now with him taking it so serious and like have you seen what conor mcgregor looks like over the last month with stop drinking whiskey and doing all that sort of stuff. No, no, it might sound like I'm blowing smoke up his arse, but that's just from the hard work that he's already done for the last couple of years and the hard work he's putting into this fight leading up. He's he's got respect for Dustin and he's not he's not just looking past him because he's already beaten once already, which a lot of fighters do. I don't get me wrong, a lot of fighters do look past their opponents if they're already beaten. Look at Rockhold and Bispin. Rockhold, I'm easy going to beat you. I knocked you out a year ago, I'm going to beat you again. Yeah. And McGregor's not doing that, which is a good thing. He knows that uh, Poirier is still one of the toughest tests of his career. And he knows that Dustin Poirier is one of the, the hardest hitters and one of the, the most brutal fighters in that division behind Justin Gaethje. Yeah, and I think the difference in this fight is... Connor's now got way more to lose. Back then, he was he was uh, the cocky young upstart. Now, he's a, he's like a freight train, a global phenomenon, and every any kind of loss on his record takes away that that money making mystique that he's got. But um, this far as as the equal uh, opportunity of going exactly the same way as this with Connor's uh, striking. Or it could be a totally different fight because both fighters have, have grown, both fighters have moved up in weight, uh, both fighters have really added different dimensions to the to their uh, game. So it could be uh, an absolute banger of a fight. Um, I'm so so excited for it. And what less than two weeks to go now? Less it's than gonna, two weeks to go, yeah. It's going to be an absolute barnstormer. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this uh, this quick little um, watch along just to just to get your get your appetites wet for, for Connor versus Dustin too. Um, thank you for, for listening. Check out uh, all the stuff on Shooting the Sports-ish. Check out uh, the content on uh, Visionaries Global Media and obviously go on uh, check out uh, Chairshot Radio. Um, follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirby. Follow Carlos here at Kirby underscore Carlos. Thank you all for listening and that is the end. Just before I say my line... Go and like our new Facebook page, our Five Rounds Pod, and go and follow our Instagram page yeah. for our little content that is just going to go on there and you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. And that is the end. Adios, amigos. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.